Hi, everyone. My name is Danny Benson. Thank you for joining. I'm proud of you, sis. I'm so happy you guys are here with me today. Hi. I hope everyone's having the best day ever. I hope so. Please like, share, and follow. Tell your friends, your family members that I'm on. I also come on every Saturday, 9 a.m. on Optimum Channel 20. Please join me there if you're unable to see the show. And you can also find us on Facebook, YouTube, Twitter. Just put in, I'm proud of you, sis. And you can find me having a great conversation with another human being that I want to say I'm proud of you and give them their flowers. So I want to say my guest today, we're going to be talking about little critters that live in your stomach called parasites. And there are good parasites. I remember the word was like, a symbiotic relationship, meaning that the parasite in you and your intestinal work together, I guess that would be called the good bacteria. And then there's parasites like wreck havoc in your body and they cause sickness. And so I have Miss Gaina here, expert in that area. I cannot wait to talk about parasites because I didn't believe there was parasites in my intestinal until one day I just saw it in the ah you know what i'm talking about and i freaked out but i changed my diet so those little critters the bad ones would not take control of my body which sometimes gave me brain fog so miss gaina so happy she's here we got to talk about parasites today Yes, yes. And we're talking about parasites, and we're talking about the good, the bad, and the ugly, right? The good and bad, and the ugly okay. parasites. Because there are some parasites that that are like good, like probiotics that are good for us, that helps balance our bodies. And there's some parasites because of the food that we eat, you know, make everything worse inside of our intestinals and inside our bodies. So Gita's going to give us a guide to parasites 101. Hi, how are Hello. you? Okay. <laughs> yeah. All right. You're here, so you're happy. here. <laughs> I'm, I'm so, so happy. happy. I'm so happy to talk about this topic. Yes, yes, same here. I'm so happy to share this information with your listeners because I feel that it's something that's not talked about. Uh, you know, it seems a little bit squeamish sometimes when we think about parasites, but we all have them. I'm going to tell you a secret. We all have them. It's just that we don't see them. And a lot of times you will go to check with your gastrologist and say, you know, I'm going to give a stool sample just to see if I have anything going on. And the stool samples are not reliable. They're the, the, the current testing methods that are being used are just not reliable to tell you if you do have parasites or not. And you can Google that. And um, it's just difficult. Sometimes they just don't come out. Sometimes they just hide in your system. And um, But that doesn't mean they're not there. <laughs> that doesn't mean they're not there. Wow. They are. I can't. If you've gotten bitten by a mosquito... If you, there's just, we just get them. They're organisms that find a way through our foods, through other, you know, vectors, and we get parasites. We get living organisms in our bodies that, you know, feed off of us sometimes and cause disturbances or cause symptoms. 
And it's the, the, the reason why we are concerned about parasites is it's the ones that can't cohabitate successfully with us. They are parasites that can cohabitate with us. Our immune system keeps them at a manageable level and we don't even know anything is going on. It's when they do get beyond that manageable level within our body, or we get a certain type of parasite that may be one of the worst offenders and you know it, it can get into certain organ systems and develop certain life cycles. And that's where our body's uh, DNA begins to mutate and, you know, it can cause other issues within our body because of the toxins that these parasites are releasing when they go through their life cycles of rebirth, because technically they're not supposed to be there. But wow. our immune system is able to control certain things, which, you know, for millenniums, we, we have been around and we're able to deal with uh, these certain parasites. But um, because there are other things in our environments now, sometimes it's not conducive. So it could be a, a parasite. Now you have some type of pollutant that maybe a hundred years ago um, you didn't have. So now there's, you know, other things that are happening where you get certain toxins, asbestos or different things and whatever. Now you have other things that are going on. You're smoking cigarettes. So these parasites that have been around, you know, uh, now they're causing our body to um, develop symptoms, which leads into other things and yes people are living longer but you know other people are being afflicted with certain things that um you know you could have maybe not known you would have i mean that's the age-old question like why does this person have it and i didn't have it or why did it happen to that person it didn't happen to that it's just because the environment we live in so um what we need to do is just be aware that we do have these parasites and do the things to keep them at a manageable level. Help support your immune system. There's herbal things that you can take on a regular basis. You can use raw garlic. You know, you can use cloves. You can so let me ask you a question. Like, mm -hmm. you know, when you're cooking the chicken, uh -huh. right? I put vinegar, I'm cleaning it and stuff. So a chicken that's not clean the way it's supposed to be cleaned, for instance, does that mean that if it has parasites on them or bacteria on them, is bacteria the same thing as parasites? Like, meaning no. like, it's not the same thing? No. Got so, it. So, so where are we getting, okay. So the parasites is in the food that we eat or they, they're coming into our ears, our nose? Like, how they come in the body? They could be. It could be from vectors. It could be mosquito. It could be, you know, ticks, Lyme disease. It could be certain things that this parasite is creating from whichever way that you've contracted it. Could be the food. That's why it's so unavoidable not to have them um, because you come in contact with so many things that, you know, it could be in. Um, maybe someone who was preparing your food, if you ate out, used the bathroom, didn't wash their hands properly, they have it. You know, it, like it could be so many, so many ways that you can get it. So for one saying, well, I went to the doctor and I uh, had a stool test and I don't have it. No, that's not going to be, you know. So then how do you know, how do you know if you have it? How do you know? 
Well, you know you have them, but okay, so let's think of some of the things that can cause uh, issues uh, with parasites. So some of the things that uh, parasites can cause problems with is asthma. Mm. Some of the things uh, parasites can cause uh, uh, issues with is um, ex eczema, uh, a mm. lot of skin rashes and things like that. Yeah. Um, there's so many symptoms that come out that you you might rush up and say, I'll just put some cream on it or, mm -hmm. oh, it's, it's mm -hmm. not anything. And it's really because, you know, it's a parasite that's that's causing this problem. So, is, is a ring is a ringworm a parasite? Um, a ringworm is usually some kind of bacteria that uh, you've been exposed to that. Um, that have caused you to create that um, that that outbreak or that that issue. It's I believe it's like dirty water or or, or something like that, or a, a, not a hygiene hygienic situation that maybe the child was in, and uh, it, it develops that that issue because you have you know you have parasites, you have funguses, you have mm. uh, bacteria, you know. You, viruses all of these things you know resonate as you know organisms that's in your body that you know operate in certain you know ways that suppress your immune system so um you know because the, the virus is going to come out of the reason uh, that your body has a parasite or your body is overloaded, your body is sick. So a virus is a way of your body trying to control that issue. So now you feel sick or you have a fever, or you have a head, this is your body's immune system trying to reset. And, you know, we'll call it a virus. But, you know, again, like when you go to the doctor, they'll say, oh, let it pass. You know, we, we're not going to give mm -hmm. you anything. It's a virus because they know that this is your body's way of trying to fight something off that you already have, which is a bacteria, mm -hmm. fungus, or parasite issue. And your body has ways of dealing with it. So you can, um, you know, live a better quality of life, but sometimes it's overwhelmed. And so what is, get... what is your body, what does your body do before you try to do something? Mm -hmm. What are ways that your body, your body um, functions to either get along with these parasites, bacteria, viruses, because a virus never goes away. You know, like the common cold, mm -hmm. it goes dormant, but it never, it never leaves your body. You know, so right. what are ways that your body helps, like deals or lives with these parasites? And when your body, when your body starts acting out of whack, does it mean like the body is like done with these parasites and they want you to do something? Uh, it needs support. It needs support. When your body starts acting whack and you start out of whack and you start seeing signs that, you know, I know something is wrong, but I don't know what it, what it is, you mm -hmm. know, and you, and you had a blood test and it might say, okay, I'm anemic. Maybe you have a parasite that's stuck in your blood and that's causing Ooh, you to have it. So, wow. you know, yeah, I'm gonna take iron and I'm going to take this to help, but you know, you really haven't gone and just got to the root cause of what could be causing uh, this issue that you're having. So, uh, you know, like I said, you know, some of the symptoms that we get from just various conditions 
are caused from things that are developing in our body that shouldn't be. And this person might have this type of parasite and this person might not. And that's why some people might say, well, how come they did it and this one did it? Or how come I, mm-hmm. you really have to recognize that we all have them and find ways to keep them at a manageable level, control them, keep yourself healthy by using anti-parasitic herbs. You know, if you can get a medication from your doctor, um, you know, dewormer medication, that'll be great. A lot of times it's hard for them to diagnose because they just don't come out. But by knowing that piece of information, you could do things on your own. And you, once you start doing those things, you're going to learn that a lot, you're going to feel a lot better. And a lot of the symptoms that you were having will disappear. And some people chalk that up and say, oh, it's diet. It's eating a certain way. It's cutting out the sugar. It's doing this. It's doing that. And yeah, but at the same time, you're not feeding the parasite. When you're cutting out the sugar, they thrive off of sugar. This is mm. why it's always a sweet cravings for people who, you know, have parasitic infections. That's the one known, uh, you know, factor for sure. But there's many other symptoms. But you cut out the sugar and say, I'm going to stop eating sugar. And they say, oh, I feel better. I have more energy because you're not feeding the host. Um, mm. but, um, yeah, if you start giving your body on a regular basis things that the host doesn't want or doesn't like, you're going to start improving your health. So are you are you are you like killing the host then because not you're starving it? Because if it likes sugar, mm-hmm. you know, it's so it gets, you know, it's in your body, it's craving that sugar, it's making you crave the sugar. Once you cut the sugar off, you're basically starving that paras- those parasites, right? Correct. And, and, and that along with there's sometimes your body can get rid of certain parasitic infections by just starving it. Sometimes that's why people, uh, there's a lot of, uh, uh, um, is that fasting sometimes when people fast? There's a lot of studies around fasting. Oh, and detoxing. Detoxing. Fasting. Right. And because you are starving it and then even exercise because that releases certain endorphins in your body and gets things moving and allowing your body to excrete these things. So even though, you know, you do have uh, uh, you're, you're starving it now, you're moving it through, you're moving it out. So these are all the ways that people are keeping themselves healthy uh, by doing these these different you know, things, mechanism, using these me- coping mechanisms for the parasite. <laughs> mm-hmm, mm-hmm, but mm-hmm, if you start mm-hmm. putting in, if you start putting in more good stuff, specifically aimed at the parasite, you will also do the same thing. Wow. That is like, <laughs> so this is why people are pushing this healthy eating. Mm-hmm, um, mm-hmm. Because parasites, love probably the processed yes junk they you know what I mean? love, they love this junk they love the stuff that's not good for us because sometimes like you know how people like really are trying to lose weight and they can't lose the weight mm-hmm. sometimes i feel like it's like a parasite in your body that's like blocking and it could like, absolutely be you could have a huge tapeworm that you don't you know, know about, I think there was a show on Dr. Oz about a tape worm that they found in someone's body that was so long or the size of their intestines because they, as you eat, they eat. So they absorb some of your nutrients that you can't even get 
some of the things that you think you're putting into your body to keep yourself healthy. So you say, I'm going to eat this. I'm going to eat this. I'm not losing any weight. They're eating what you should be getting. They're, they're robbing you of your nutrients. So that's why I say you got to target specifically the things that they don't like, that the parasite does not like. <laughs> so Okay, they, so what does, what, what, okay, tell me what the parasite does not like. <laughs> so parasites do not like garlic. So if you can take, I know garlic is like, eh, you know, you're smelling like garlic, but you know, health is wealth. You right? <laughs> so if you can take some raw garlic, that would be great. If that's too much for you, look at this supplements, the garlic. Wait, supplement. wait, wait. Okay, what, okay. So what do you do with the garlic? You like chop it up and like take a shot you, of it, like put it in the water. Yeah, you can take a clove, slice it down the middle of raw garlic, and just pop it in your mouth. You know, a, a sizable portion of the garlic clove that you can swallow, like you know, some of those big vitamin tablets that you can take you take it like a piece of uh, a huge vitamin and you just pop it down you could take one in the morning you could take a little one at night i would say maybe one or two you know half of a clove one in the morning one half in the morning one at night just to manage yourself you can pop a clove in you know you can get so those you, you can swallow the clove whole you can just put the clove in your yes. mouth and just drink it exactly you can you can do that um, what about, you know, what about a garlic? Can you, can you, you know how it's like a clove? Can you just take the whole clove and let it break down in your system? What's going to make you like burp like garlic all no, day long? It, it'll break down just like a vitamin, uh, disintegrates. The garlic will also disintegrate and it'll, it'll leave more time in your body as it's breaking down to, to, you know, to get through your body. So yeah, it, it will, yeah, it will take some time to break down, but yeah, you can certainly swallow it whole. Not a, I don't know about a whole clove, but Google that information about how much garlic yeah. you should be taking and how much cloves you should be taking. You know, to always check with your doctors to make sure that, you know, this works for you and you could be, you know, and, and, you, and it works with your medications. So, but traditionally, um, it's something that could be eating, uh, you know, you can eat this in your foods and um, you should be fine. But um, yeah, garlic, oregano oil is another thing. And, and also, you know, someone who is pregnant, certainly they want to check with their doctors to make sure before they start taking anything as well. But because I know oregano oil, I think that could be something that gives contractions or, you know, I don't know if that really works mm -hmm. with pregnant women. There's a whole list of things with pregnant people that yeah. <laughs> can't eat this, can't eat that. But, you know, if you're not, you know, you can still check and do your own research. But yeah, oregano oil is good. The supplements, you can take those supplements. That's pretty good. Oh, that's good. Um, so you can, you can swallow the pill so you don't have to taste the bitter right. of the uh, oregano. Right. And usually those come in those little, um, they're like, they look like they're oil. That, you know, it's an oil, but it looks like- Like it's really like a pill in the oil. Like, it's like there's, there's yes. oil inside the but pill. It, they're very smooth to take and you don't even feel them. So that's good. But these are the things you should be doing on a regular basis to manage that. So no matter what you eat or what you do, you have to start putting in something to combat whatever parasites that, that you may be cohabitating with to reduce any symptoms and just, you know, live a, a better quality of life because they're, they're around. Is there any other things that you can take like naturally to, to help eliminate or help like calm down any parasites that's like in your body that's not doing any good to your body i um i was told bitters is a it's a tonic that people drink 
um, that they could uh, use for that. Um, there are some medications that um, you can check out. What about uh, what about probiotics? Because my doctor's always probiotics. You there's a good probiotic um, by um, trying to think of the name uh, off the top of my head. It, it's um, Jesus, I can't think. <laughs> but it's in a green box, and it's it's by Doctor. I have to get back to you on that one. Get back to my audience. And I'm always gonna go to Amazon and Google, like, okay, green box, yeah. Yeah, great probiotic. What is the name? You know what? You know what I like about that probiotic? It's a prebiotic, a postbiotic, and a probiotic. So it's three in one. And um, wow, oh, the name just slipped me. But so it's three um, in one. So you you take that? You take that every single day? Correct. And um, yeah, you can take one of them every day some, and, and it's a really good probiotic. So you want to look for something that has those three in it, you know? Um, yeah. So this way you can get the most out of your probiotic because there's so many probiotics out there. So look for one that has is a pre, a post and a probiotic. And, so if we um, want all three, all three in one pill. Correct. So, correct. so then when you take it, one is doing the before, one is doing the middle, and then there's a, there's a little bit left that's doing the after. Correct, correct. So that will add, you know, the good things in to help, you know, balance your body along with, you know, your diet of things that you can add to your foods. And this will help you to give your immune system support as it's dealing with and everything else that, you know, your immune system needs to deal with. Well, okay. So, okay. So, all right. So fasting is good. Um, because fasting, it's yeah, even with fasting, a three day fast or a 24 hour fast or intermittent fast, you know, are pretty good to give your body some cell regulation and regeneration and allow your body to take a break from everything that you're putting into it and allow it to catch up with itself. So if mm -hmm. you're able to, uh, do a 24 hour intermittent. It's like, okay, well you, you eat once a day. You don't always have to eat three meals. You can you wait a few hours and then, um, eat in the middle of the day. And, and then, and then again, the next morning or so forth. So you can do intermittent fasting. And my parents just always tell me, mm -hmm. even with the eating, you eat to nourish yourself, not to like, you know how people say you have to eat three times a day. My parents are like, if you're not hungry, you don't have to eat. Exactly. Exactly. You just eat to nourish. You just eat to like nourish your body, not to eat just right. to eat. Cause that's when you start getting the calories and you start getting heavier because your body doesn't need that much nutrients to survive every single day. No. So everything no, else is no, like an yeah. extra, extra thing that you're taking and you're wondering why you're getting so much weight. So, um, I was just referencing how you said, mm -hmm. you know, sometimes you eat one, once a day. I mean, what's wrong with that? Yeah. Yeah. You know, and, you know, and then you can just drink, just make sure you stay hydrated and drink enough water and fluids. And then, um, yeah. And then you can eat, you can have an intermittent fat in the middle of the day or towards the evening. A lot of people practice that during religious holidays. I think they eat after sunset or, after you know, sunset, they drink yes. And then they'll eat, you know, during that time frame. 
and and they know that that's allowing their bodies to kind of reset and and, and purify uh, the insides as well. So you know, you know what you know what my cousin said. Mm-hmm. You know how you you have to, you the one meal you should never miss is breakfast. Mm-hmm. Do you mm-hmm. want to know why you shouldn't miss breakfast? Why? Did she say? Because the word is in it. You're breaking your fast. Because ah. it's your first meal of the day. So you you fast all. You nice. shouldn't eat. The reason they say after the sun goes down, you should not be eating at all. Right. And then t- think about it. If you stop eating like around 7, 8 o'clock, your next meal is like until the next day, which is 7, 8 o'clock. So that's 12 hours. Right. Right? Yeah. So when you eat breakfast, it's your first meal of the day because you're breaking your breaking fast. Your and who said you have to break your fast in the morning, right? No, because <laughs> with, with intimates, I'm fasting. You could do 16, 8. So your first yeah. meal could be at 12 o'clock. Exactly. So you're not eating your breakfast. Your first meal is at 12. And then eight hours mean that you can eat within those eight hours. So from 12 to eight, you're eating. And after eight, you stop eating again. So you could do a 12-hour um, fast or you could do a 16-hour fast. Exactly. exactly. And see, that's the thing. Like, you know, they we call it breakfast. And they think that, oh, we have to have breakfast. We have to have lunch. We have to have dinner. You know, just because those words are out there doesn't mean we have to do that. Or not, it doesn't mean that it's the most beneficial for our bodies, you know, so... Yeah, let's kind of look at what we need to do to give our body that self-regulation and regeneration and allow your body to heal itself naturally. It has Your body has everything that it was made with for a reason and um, just allow it to do what it is because anything you put in your body is recognized as a toxin, even water. And then your body kind of separates it out and say, okay, Take these are heavy metals or or this is, you know, something else. So your body has to process everything. So when you just stop for a minute and let your body catch up with everything that's already in from the night before, it gives your body time. And you know what's amazing about our body? Even though we aren't sleeping, our body is still working. Yes. Our heart is working. The cells are working. Sometimes like I look at a cut. And I look at it from day one to day 10, and I'm like, wow. Right. Those cells are working. I even tell my kids, you grow when you're sleeping. Yeah, it's true, though. It's very true. <laughs> it's, a, it's a fact. And, and, and I think if we keep putting our mindset, you know, on that, that, you know, our body is constantly doing something. We don't always have to do anything. We could be still. (laughs) We, you know, it will prove much better for our health. You don't have to always. And some people say, oh my God, but I didn't eat. I didn't eat. It's it's six o'clock and I didn't eat. Okay. Instead of saying I didn't eat, just say I fasted. I, 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 I had a fast. You know, it changes your mindset and gives you more of a positive energy, you know, than to think, because now you fast, you did something for your health. So. Yeah, and, and and also, like my dad says, you eat to nourish. Yeah. You don't just eat to eat. Your body does, your body just needs nourishment. And even mm-hmm. when you were talking about the water, like there was a story out that most of our water, especially tap water, they call it forever chemicals. Like, what you could put filters and stuff, the chemicals are so strong that you drink the water 
and the chemicals are going to still stay in your body. Exactly. And that was one of the things I mentioned before was about the ozone therapy and that, you know, people should look into oxidizing machines because with that type of water, it provides the O3 uh, to the water. And then that in itself, because parasites can't live in a, a, a box. A box state. Right. Um, so they live, they live in an acidic state, but they can't live in an alkaline state. Acidic means crazy, messy. Ah, alkaline means peace. Exactly. So the more oxygen you provide to your cells, they can't invade those cells and repopulate. So they begin to die off. The bacteria, the viruses, all of those things are because of the quality of water. So just by using, you know, an oxidizing machine. Uh, and providing that O3 to the machine, you can do wonders for a lot of conditions as well, including parasites. So that's yes. another thing to use along with the herbs, just drinking water. Yeah, and try to drink a gallon a day too. They, I mean, like your, your body is 70% water. So yes. if you're not drinking water, you're doing yourself a definitely a disservice because you're you're 70% water. So you should be drinking at least a gallon a day, but make sure that you're drinking the right water. Like Gaina said, that's going to nourish your body and not harm your body. But I want to say Gaina, thank you so much for joining. I'm proud of you, sis. I love this topic on parasites and parasitics and what we can do to live with them and also get rid of, of the ones that aren't good for us. So thank you everyone for joining. I'm proud of you, sis. And thank you, Gaina, for joining us. I appreciate it. Thank you, so much. you again. Thank you. Thank you. Bye. And bye, everybody. Bye. bye.